Welcome to Rochambeau, the podcast about unique competitions, extraordinary events, and other amazing adventures. I'm Kim, and I sure have missed you guys. Sorry for the radio silence. But as all of the unique competitions and extraordinary events have been overwhelmingly canceled recently, I've been at a loss on what to report to this wonderful Rochambeau family. You know, we talk so much about community on this show, about how getting involved in something that's seemingly bizarre or wacky can actually lead you to find the people that you really fit in with in life. And just like you, I've been missing the days when we gathered in great numbers to do really obscure and fantastic things. Well, thankfully, our friends at the Grand Kinetic Championship are digging deep and they've created a phenomenal virtual version of their yearly spectacular. We covered the Grand Kinetic Championship in our third episode of Rochambeau and we were blown away by the creativity that this kinetic community exudes. Their yearly 50-mile kinetic sculpture race goes over land, sand, and sea and includes spectacular spectacles along the way. It's really, really amazing. Their founder, Hobart Brown, was always fond of saying, they're adults having fun, so children will want to grow up. How sweet is that? All right, well, as I said, these guys have figured out a way to battle for the glory from the safety of your own home, and it's called the 2020 Kinetic Sculpture in Place. This three-day online human-powered art event is happening this weekend with live streams on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Artists, engineers, athletes, and glory hogs of all ages will compete for the traditional categories of art, speed, engineering, and pageantry. All of this is the brainchild of the Kinetic Universe, and here to tell us all about it is Queen Professor President of the Kinetic Universe Board, Katie Texas. Katie, welcome to Rochambeau. Hello, thank you so much. So happy to have you here and so thrilled that you guys figured out a way to take your amazing event and bring it online. <laughs> well, it, it did seem to be the order of the day. We took a look at um, when it became really obvious that there was no way that we were going to hold Humboldt's largest uh, public event in person in late May. Um, we, you know, everybody was just instantly heartbroken and we had to figure out how are we going to do the mission, the thing that we want to do, but under these circumstances? And that sort of like dynamic thinking on your feet and creative problem solving is really what kinetic sculpture racing is all about. So we gathered a group of kinetic racers and the board of Kinetic Universe and uh, some race organizers. You know, the Kinetic Grand Championship is the granddaddy race, the original, and the biggest and longest, and it's definitely the grand championship. It's the most difficult. But there's over a dozen races all over the country, and there have been some that have been around for quite a long time. So we talked to some really great folks that helped to organize those other races, including the Corvallis, Ventura, and some other folks. And we all sort of threw ideas out as to what an online event might look like. You know, what can we ask people to do that's an interesting creative challenge that um, still touches on the spirit of kinetic sculpture racing? Kinetic sculpture racing takes so much. 
It takes so much time and space and energy and money and cooperation. It is really, really challenging just to get to the start of the race. And that's to say nothing about what it's like to pedal up dead man's drop or right. to like safely descend table bluff in a machine that you built yourself. Uh, and so this is really hard and amazing and challenging thing to do. When you ask the kinetic racers, why are you doing this? They will all give you the exact same answer. And that is, it's for the glory. They do it Love for it. the glory, for the fans, for the thrill of it, for the challenge. And that is the spirit of kinetic sculpture racing and the spirit that of the kinetic grand championship is to go do something totally ridiculous with all of your heart, with absolutely everything. And it brings so much glory to the artists and to the community and everybody loves it. Uh, it's, it's a really um, unifying force around here. It brings together artists and engineers and athletes and people who, you know, might not work on a project together otherwise get together because all these different sorts of skill sets are needed to accomplish uh, kinetic sculpture racing. It's really an amazing feat. And when you think about in the normal race that an actual human being is getting inside of these contraptions to do all of these amazing athletic activities, it, it's mind-blowing. It really is. And so the idea that you transferred this online, how do you, how do you get rid of the human being in the contraption, what do you do instead? Well, so picture it like this. Um, picture we have Humboldt County, this beautiful place with uh, there's um, lovely little towns and the bay and the rivers and the sand dunes and the, the, the hills and the ranges and the beaches. And we take human-powered sculptures and move them across that beautiful landscape. And the landscape itself becomes the challenge. So we decided to just turn that upside down. Now, instead of building the thing that moves across the landscape, we're building the landscape. And so our kinetic sculpture racers have built kinetic landscape contraptions. And across that contraption must travel the glory, the glory, <laughs> otherwise known as a kinetic chicken who is sheltering in place inside of their shell, otherwise known as an egg. Bravo. That's wonderful. So the teams will take their egg and they will put it across three different kinetic landscape contraptions that meet specific requirements and they will film those. And then those films are given over to the judges and each film will be judged for art, speed and engineering. In the Kinetic Grand Championship, teams vie for the title of uh, Kinetic Grand Champion. And that comes with a specific set of requirements that um, our challenges this year just don't relate. So we had to come up with a new title. We needed an overall champion who got the best overall score in art, speed, and engineering combined. Uh, so we went along with the kinetic chicken theme, the kinetic chicken and the egg. So <laughs> it is grand egg. In this case, egg, E-G-G, standing for exalted, glorious gallus. So it is the grand, exalted, glorious gallus is the title that they are going for. So people are, are building their contraptions, they're building their landscapes, and then what is the race going to be like? Well, um, teams need to do their run and record it. So they'll have an official run where they put their, their, um, their egg, their team egg, their sheltering chicken, 
into their contraption and run it through and hopefully it comes out safely and they can, there's a way to prove that in the little video that they send in. We're taking that and editing it together into um, the challenge segments that will be broadcast on the live stream. In addition to that, we're going to have some really great kinetic commentators that are running commentary on the whole day like sportscasters. Also, on the day, kinetic teams are going to have some on-the-day challenges. So they're going to have additional challenges that they have to meet on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday of Memorial Day weekend, just like they would have to be doing something on Memorial Day weekend to do the Grand Championship. We're not telling anybody what those challenges are yet, but you can go check out the Kinetic Universe page or watch the live stream on the day, and we're going to put those out, and then teams will create whatever the prompt is, whatever the creative uh, challenge is for that day, and they will post them on their team's um, Facebook page. There's some hashtags. We do a little social media magic, and we end up getting those onto our streams, and then the judges are going to be able to see those. So they don't get to know what those are until the day. Understood. And so you've gotten videos already from the competitors. Tell us about mm -hmm. some of the contraptions. I am absolutely blown away. Tell you what, when we figured out that we weren't going to be able to do this this touchstone event. This is so important to so many people. Um, and we decided that we were going to turn it around online. Um, I, I said to our team, you know, we were talking about it. I was like, look, guys, all of these creative people are still out there. There's all of this creative energy. They want to problem solve. They want to bring joy to the community. And we just have to build the structure to make that possible. We have to figure out ways for them, you know, challenge them and get them to give us stuff. And then we'll put it out there so that people can get that dose of, of, of glory, of that kinetic madness, that insanity that keeps us sane. We need that. They're out there, guys. Like, trust me. So we build this structure, you know, there's rules and there's a website and there's just all of these, this back-end um, skeletal work that has to happen. And so we're doing that and we like throw it out into the void. And maybe a few people are talking about it on social media here and there, but we don't really know. We don't know if anybody's going to enter. We don't know if anybody's thinking about it or if anybody wants to do it. And then the deadline starts to creep up. And it's like, just for registration, I'm like, oh, God, there's, there's two teams registered. <laughs> like The deadline's tomorrow. <laughs> what is going on? Nobody's going to do this. We've just put all this effort into something and nobody's even paying attention. And then on the registration day, the, the registrations just start rolling in. They just start oh rolling in. And then we even extended it another day. And now we have 12 teams competing. Nice. I was so happy after such a long gap between putting it out there and finally hearing whether or not people are going to do it, that people are actually doing it. I'm just, I'm over the moon. And then watching the actual videos, I got to skim all the team videos while we were organizing them and getting them set up so that the editors and the judges could get access to them and do their thing. And they are just amazing. There's so much creativity and so much heart and so much total like silliness and and gallows humor about the bizarre situation that we're all in i um i was crying i'm like i'm bawling there's a team so called wonderful. i love all the teams i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say a favorite i'm not a judge i don't have anything to do with who wins but uh, some of the teams just had me rolling on the floor. So the normal grand championship has some very distinct parts to it. And I've noticed you've tried to reconstruct a couple of the ideas. Can you tell me about Dead Man's Drop slash now Dead Man's Egg Drop? 
Dead Man's Drop is, um, I think, probably the most exciting and uh, definitely the most dangerous challenge in the Kinetic Grand Championship. It is a, um, a very, very tall sand dune. It takes a very long time to slog your way up um, one side of it and then almost straight down on the other side. I think someone measured it at like a, a it was like a 12% grade. It's just, it, it doesn't really matter. It looks, when you're standing on top of it, it looks like you're looking down the side of a sand skyscraper. <laughs> um, when we started talking about engineering challenges that you could do indoors, an egg drop is something that lots of different people uh, did in fifth grade. You know, it's just a sort of a regular engineering challenge that people can wrap their head around. Well, we had... Um, we, we put some really strict restrictions on it to uh, make it especially challenging because we've got some pretty smart people. We don't need them just like, you know, dropping an egg off the roof in a styrofoam cup. Like they can figure that out. Pack right. it in jello, move on. What <laughs> they have to do for the dead man's egg drop is they have to build a contraption where you put the egg in it and the human can set it in motion, but then they have to get at least six feet back. So this isn't a person moving it through. The contraption itself has to move the egg. It has to start from zero, move up to at least a height of six feet, free fall for two feet, and then land back at zero, back on the ground or on the floor, undamaged. That sounds difficult. So how, right? Well, the answer to how has come in uh, so many different ways. I've seen clockwork mechanisms. I've seen marble runs. I saw one because the rules say that it couldn't be human powered. I believe one of the sculptures is dog powered. Uh, there was a team that we said that you could acceptable forms of energy to use included solar energy and buoyancy. And there was one team that used balloons to accomplish this. And then uh, I don't want to spoil it, but they <laughs> it was pretty creative. Wow. So that's the dead man's egg drop. And then for day two of the Kinetic Grand Championship, we cross the bay. Well, we go along the bay. So your team has to get into the water. It has to float. It has to propel on the water. And it has to be able to get out of the water on its own. So it's kind of the same with the egg. The egg has to start a certain distance away from the water. And then all the humans have to move back. Then the egg goes to the water, has to cross at least one foot of water and then get out of the water. And in the process, the egg has to get wet. So does that mean the egg rolls down a hill into the water and then rolls out again? Maybe. Is it a contraption that like drops the egg in the water and picks it back up again? Also maybe. Once again, there's just as many solutions to this as there as you can imagine. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so that's our little bay thing. And then on day three of the Kinetic Grand Championship, we crossed the Eel River. And day three has traditionally had a mud element. So not just sand, because sand and mud are two very different things, as you might imagine. But they're two very different engineering challenges to traverse. So for challenge three of the Kinetic Sculpture in Place, we are having them do a mud run. And this is kind of like a marble run. The egg has to traverse a horizontal distance of six feet and a vertical distance of six feet. So as where in the bay crossing or even in the egg drop, you could have your egg in some sort of um, container or in some sort of vehicle. For the mud run, the egg has to be naked. So it has to go down all on its own with its shell as its only protection. Not only is this a sculpture race, but there's 
costuming involved and it's completely immersive. So is the kinetic sculpture in place? Are they going for the same things? Are teams still costumed? Each team submitted a pageantry video and they vary widely from, um, you know, your traditional kinetic Broadway show on wheels to, um, you know, kind of awkward TikTok dances. It just Sorry, depends Broadway on the show on wheels. Yeah. If our listeners get a chance and they can tune in and watch the stream this weekend, will they get to see those videos? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday of Memorial Day weekend, there'll be a live stream each day and we will feature a different one of the challenges each day with an award ceremony at the end of Monday where we announce the Grand Egg. This is going to be so much fun. If people want to watch the stream, how do they do that? You can go to kineticgrandchampionship.com. There'll be a live stream there embedded on the website all the way through the kinetic sculpture in place and the remote Bega ball and micro kinetics all three days. Or you can find us live on our Facebook page. That's Kinetic Universe. So if you can find Kinetic Universe on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook, you should be able to find the live stream or go to kineticgrandchampionship.com. That's just wonderful. And we will put a link on our site as well. Katie, Texas, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Oh, I'm so happy to talk with you and talk about kinetics and the glory. And we're all doing this as not just a service to our community and because we all need something creative and fun to do, but also as a fundraiser for the Kinetic Museum Eureka. We have a beautiful museum with all of our history um, and all of our glory just stored in there from the very first kinetic sculpture, the Pentacycle by Hobart Brown, to more modern machines and a history of bribes and all kinds of great stuff. And usually we sell merchandise and have a beer garden at the Kinetic Grand Championship to fund the museum. Well, without holding our big event, we are selling invisible tickets to the live stream. The live stream is, of course, totally free to watch. Anywhere you can find us, absolutely everybody can watch it. If folks want to help out the Kinetic Museum, they can purchase an invisible ticket to the event, which gives the purchaser a right to feel and exude an amount of glory above and beyond the abnormal for their support of the insanity which keeps us sane. (laughs) And (laughs) t-shirts. I love you guys. Katie, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's been fun. For the glory. All right, now we all know what we're doing this weekend, and that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope all of you are safe and healthy and well, and together, let's look forward to a future of many, many more extraordinary events. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a second to write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews are great for us. It really helps people find our podcast that haven't heard of Rochambeau before. So very much appreciated if you have time. Also, I wanted to thank Cadillac Jones. They are jazz funk legends from Atlanta, Georgia, and they are kind enough to supply us with all the music you hear on Rochambeau. Till next time, people. <laughs>